Dust off that bottle of wine from the back of the cupboard. Push the boat out with some nibbles. Buckle up, strap yourselves in, and hold on to the seat of your knickers. Kath and Amy, they're a little bit wrong, but oh, so right. Welcome to episode five of the extortionate price of a fish pie. Now, before we kick off, I want you to imagine we're all together on a boat, gently floating on the harbour. There's a music playing in the background, good food, good company. Sounds perfect, right? Ideal. Do you know what? You could be like the Stephen Fry of the female word and do meditation stuff that just sends people off to sleep. What snack and drink have you got, Kath? A couple of mushrooms. It was courgettes last week. Raw courgette last week. Let's just go for raw mushrooms. Why not? And the drink? I think I'm going to go for a vodka on the rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Always alcohol-based for you. What about you? A big steaming hot cup of tea. Oh, you're so middle of the road. And a banana. Oh, push the boat out, girl. It's the mood I'm in. It's a banana sort of day. (laughs) It's so great to have your company. As you know, in this podcast, we celebrate the imperfections, the things we get, oh, so very, very wrong, and the challenges we all face as we try and navigate this thing called life. Instead of the perfect world social media often portrays, we laugh in the face of that. We're all about being real, aren't we, Ains? Absolutely. Honest and being proud of our differences. And Munchkin, me and you have an awful lot of them. We are so different. We are like peanut butter on bananas. Oh, I love that. Because I was going to say apples, but in my head I thought I actually dipped my apples into peanut butter. So that's not that different. It's all these food combinations that shouldn't go together but do. I love comparing us to them because do you know what we really shouldn't work on paper if people could see us we are really chalk and cheese but somehow we do now we like to think of this podcast as a survival guide we do because you know everyone especially at the moment needs a little bit of help and we need help as well you have no idea so how has your week been Kath? well I've had a revelation this week my little munchkin what's happened well I was in a foul a foul temper the other day my dog my old dog it's not his fault he is going a little bit nuts he had a massive massive doggy poo in my front room all over my my lovely wooden floor <gasps> yes went down the cracks in between and everything oh, no and you know what happened when i was going out to get the mop my clothes got stuck on the door handle now correct me if i am wrong but this only ever happens when you're in a bad mood when you're walking out of a room and you're happy go lucky your clothes don't get stuck on door handles but when you're fuming and you're storming out for whatever reason it gets wrecked by the fact your clothes get stuck on door handles and then you have to untangle yourself which in turn makes you even more angry this is so true thank you you can never make a dramatic exit like you want to when you're angry can you i actually got the whole door handle up my sleeve to my elbow that's clever i mean i have never done that before in my life it's usually the back of a cardigan or something not my whole arm that's how angry i was well i've been doing something to calm myself this week oh do tell i have had a go at wild swimming what's the matter with you i've fancied doing it for ages i keep seeing pictures of one of my friends who does it all the time and I think, do you know what? I'd love to have a go at that while I'm a convert. Isn't it absolutely freezing? It is, but that's the thing. It's so exhilarating. I don't understand you. I feel like we're even more different than I actually realise. Why would you do that to yourself? Well, I'm going in my swimsuit, so it is really brave. <gasps> what? You don't even wear a wetsuit. 
wetsuit. No, no wetsuit, just in my swimsuit. I'm proud of myself. I can do it. Good for you, girl. You do like a swim, but usually we've been over to a hotel quite often, which has got quite a nice warm pool. Yes. Now you've gone completely the opposite direction and you're in the sea like a little flaxen-haired mermaid. I have learned a lot while I've given it a go because you walk in and I've watched other people doing it all the time and they just walk straight in. For me, it has to be in stages, I'm afraid. I'm not at that point. I've only been doing it for a week. So legs first and feet. Wait for them to get... I'm going to hand walk into it. Why not? I'll be a little bit different. (laughs) Wait for them to go a little bit numb and then it's the next bit. That's the tricky one. Is that your trunk? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, that's one of the worst bits. I can imagine. I make little screaming noises, but I try to keep them in so not to draw too much attention to myself. Not like you. They're more gasps, I would say. Isn't it all about getting your shoulders under? Yes, well, that's the next bit, because the next bit is the bust area, and that is bad. Yeah, I can imagine that as well. But once you're in, it's fine. You go numb all over, you lose all feeling, you're cold, it feels good, and you're at one with nature, and I love it. When you got to numb all over, you've sold it to me. I mean, I can't swim. I do not like water and Amy said to me you should come I can't swim I'm going to get you in the sea with me you're not it would be like wild drowning your hair would billow out behind you I oh sorry got any hair. you haven't got any hair <laughs> everything would freeze you would feel at one with nature I can just stand and look out of my window and see the sea that will make me feel one at nature thank you I'll just look from a distance I'm not coming with you I'm never coming with you so don't ask me again now it's at this time in the podcast where we have a conversation confession because Kath and I regularly get things wrong this week actually it's my turn finally you've been waiting for this moment because you've made me confess awful things the last couple of podcasts now I'm really glad that you're jumping on the bandwagon hurrah well I've got lots to fess up for this week I've chosen the best one but there was quite a few I could have gone for to be honest I need a fanfare first so do you know what I'm not being funny what is life without a fanfare people have been walking haven't they at the moment yes doing lots more walking than we would normally do and i have given this a go i'm out with my dog i mean i normally walk her but she's exhausted thought her legs look shorter three or four walks a day (laughs) she looks at me and just sighs when i get the lead out now i mean what's the matter with you you're just like exercise queen at the moment come with me come with exercise is 50 percent mental and i'm still on that part So walking loads and you know those speed radar signs that set off if a car goes past them at a certain speed? They're quite clever, aren't they? Yeah, they're quite sensitive. Yeah, they are quite sensitive. Like me. I was walking past one just yesterday. No, listen, hear me out. I set it off 30 miles an hour. 30 miles an hour. Could I just ask a question about this? Did there happen to be a car going past at the same time? I didn't notice. I was just intrigued that it was flashing when I walked past it. Amy, you do not walk at 30 miles an hour. Bless your little munchkin heart that you thought it was you. You absolute plonker. But I mean, I was speed walking. So you were walking the same speed as a racehorse runs. (laughs) 
Does a racehorse go at 30 well, miles an hour? Well, probably around about that when they're not at full pelt. <laughs> so you think that you could outstrip a racehorse just by walking. So you're telling me that I didn't set off the 30 mile an hour. I think we've deconstructed now, haven't we, the fact that no, it wasn't you. I'm really sorry to burst your bubble and I bet you've been really proud of that. I can imagine the amount of people that you've told that you actually set the speed trap off. Well, you didn't. I told my children. You probably walk about one mile an hour. <laughs> If that, to be fair. I'm going to just forget this conversation. In Amy's world, I let off the radar speed sign and that's all there is to it. And in my little world, you've made a total fool of yourself yet again. (laughs) Yet again, Amy spoils it for everyone. So while we're on the subject of you setting off, in inverted commas, the speed trap, were you wearing your mask at the time so that nobody recognised you as you did a little punch of the air triumphantly? No, because you don't have to wear your mask when you're out in the countryside, do you? Oh no, that's true, I suppose. Well, hopefully no one recognised you anyway but I forgot to tell you I've got a new mask it is a genius I decided I was gonna try life as the opposite sex so my latest addition to my little collection is a beard a massive great nose I think it's an actual man's face that's been printed onto it I love it I put my hood up I've got my man's beard I am completely incognito mate this is something I have to see I'll come up to your kitchen window before I go and I will show you my mask that is a stuff of nightmares I think I pull it off I think I would have made quite a handsome man. <laughs> I think you would. Yeah, thank you. But it led me on to thinking, I don't know if anyone else is feeling like this, but when I come out of the supermarket, I rip my face mask off like I've just had a really bad surgery in Grey's Anatomy or something. It's like, oh, you know what I mean? It's the same feeling as when us ladies at the end of the day <laughs> unclip those bras and <laughs> fling them to the floor. It's like literally, masks off, I'm not going out anymore. It's the same thing with bras. I can't come out this evening. I've taken my bra off and that sucker is not coming back on for anything <laughs> i had a very weird experience the other day for the very first time i went into a bank with a <gasps> mask on oh no doesn't it just make you feel guilty it makes me feel like i'm gonna rob the bank yeah, i, I can't get my head around it you can't help feeling shifty and the thing also that has really got me is i don't know about you Ains, but i just use my hands really expressively i'm like an italian now because you don't realize how many micro facial expressions you give to people i think my eyebrows have learned to do a dance i've actually learn crinkly eyes without actually smiling because no one can see the smile so you just do your crinkly eyes but you do it really dramatically so, we're so actually, we all look like we're sucking on lemons it's just weird and it's made me realize how much on a human level we connect i know you never realize till it's taken away do you i'm gonna have crow's feet by the end of all this it's gonna be horrendous they're gonna be like deep grooves in my face <laughs> <laughs> kath and amy they're a little bit wrong but oh so right It is that time in the podcast for our favourite news story of the week. Oh, I love this. It warms the cockles of my heart sometimes. Every week, we are going to bring you our favourite news story from around the world. Something that's made us smile. Can you remember a time when there was nothing worse than getting grass stains on your jeans? I can, but for me, worse than that was my mother's reaction to me getting grass stains on my jeans because those suckers did not come out back in the old days. Fear not. 
if you have any jeans with grass stains on, you're going to be the height of fashion because now designer brands are pre-staining your jeans for you for a small fee. Oh, here we go. A measly £600. I might get myself a few pairs. The jeans are officially called the Eco-Washed Organic Denim Pants. Oh my life. They're basically just wide-legged jeans with green grass stains on both knees. Why? It's meant to blur the line between vintage and contemporary. People will wonder, what have you been doing? That's what I mean. You're going to get yourself a reputation. (laughs) (laughs) But it got me thinking, you know, if people are willing to pay £600 for a pair of grass-stained jeans, we could do all sorts with clothes. We could get an outfit that we're not so keen on, one that we think, don't mind selling that. We could go out to the field where your horse is. Yes! We could pencil roll down the hill. Stay with me. Cover it in mud. Yep. Cornish mud. The selling point right there. £600. I mean, we could do it at half price. £300. What's life without a pencil roll? I mean, we've pencil rolled together before. We have pencil rolled across a boat before. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. That is a whole nother podcast, my lover. But other stains, I'm wondering. What else can you think of? I don't really know. I mean, we could throw ourselves around in my horse's stable before I've mucked out. Oh. Cornish horse poo. Oh. That yeah. could be another selling feature or we could go down to somewhere like St Ives buy a pasty hold it out (gasps) get covered in bird muck genius Cornish bird poo I think we need to go on Dragon's Den Cornish experiences one of my favourite things is here drum roll please it's the word for the week challenge to you is we will give you a word during the week you have to slip it seamlessly into conversation doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing we're not bothered just get it in there don't draw attention to it amy williams i know i'm sorry she's so proud whenever she does it that she's like did you see what i did there did you hear that did you i just used the word for the week it's not the point you give yourself an internal high five and you just move on with your life so if you fancy a pencil roll because who doesn't love a pencil roll and you meet somebody at the bottom of the field you can (laughs) slip it seamlessly in like oh i'm so sorry that i've just pencil rolled into you and then say the word for the week or when i'm wild swimming i could shout it there's so many people that go in mm. and people are really friendly because they all want to be your friend because you're all swimming together and you're all freezing together so i could definitely slip it in with one of them they're friendly because they're so worried that they're going to be so numb that you're all at some point going to have to huddle together that's <laughs> why and just tread water together think about your week when could you slip it seamlessly into conversation <laughs> I'm not really sure. I mean, I could do it when I'm out riding my horse. I could go past someone and just strike up a conversation. When you're at work? There's many, many opportunities. Okay, so without further ado, come on then, Kath. Put us all out of our misery. What is the word for this week? It's a beauty. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle? Yeah, I mean, how good is that? I love that. That sounds like it should be from Harry Potter. It does, doesn't it? Hornswoggle. Come on then, what does it mean? It means to swindle, cheat or hoodwink. Now, hoodwink is a word that's not used often enough. Let's be honest. I think this could be quite a tricky one to slip in seamlessly without anyone noticing. But the thing is, darling, that's the whole point of the challenge, isn't it? Sometimes the words are easier. Sometimes you need to use your imagination. And we want you to do it with confidence and then give yourself an internal high five 
I have got a question for you, Kath. Oh, no. It makes my blood run cold when you say things like this to me. Are you like me? Did you, at the beginning of lockdown, clear loads of stuff out? I know we were told not to and it all had to go into the garage or wherever. Now my house is an absolute tip. You can only do so much cleaning, can't you? It's usually my husband that does the cleaning, to be fair, because he's so OCD about it that whenever I cleaned anything, he would just come along behind me and clean it again. And I got so insulted that I hung up my dusters. It wasn't an effort for me to give it up I'm not gonna lie (laughs) I quite enjoy sitting on the sofa and just lifting my feet up when he comes along with his little hoover this leads me on really beautifully to this week's survival guide oh now I take what you give us Kath thank you each week I had a go with the chocolate bar did you in the toilet how did it go brilliant told you didn't have to share I ate every bit if you're not sure what we're talking about in episode 4 of the extortionate price of a fish pie Kath let us all in on a special tip how to eat chocolate without having to share it with the rest of your family if you haven't heard it make sure you catch up because it's a good one but come on so this is about house cleaning I'm intrigued well yes now my survival tip for this week is if you don't like doing a job just do it really really badly and voila you will never be asked to do it again. So come on, you must have an example to give me. I have a cracking example to give you. And if my husband was here now, he would back me to the hilt. I really enjoy booby trapping all of our kitchen cupboards. So if I've had to clean them out, not even if I've had to clean them out, actually, just do it anyway. But there has been an occasion where he said to me, oh, babe, you wouldn't mind just sorting the cupboard out and sorting the tins out and everything, would you? Yeah, no problem. So when he opens the cupboard, everything falls on him. I've had a whole bag of rice fall out of the cupboard, which has been open. Rice everywhere. Do you know what, Ains? Never been asked to do it since. And did you put the rice on purpose? Yes, As a booby trap? Yes, I did. I balanced it on a really precarious... God, that was a big word. Bag of pasta. So I knew the minute the door was opened, it was a goner. That's so cruel. I don't think I could bring myself to do that. You need to try it. It's very liberating. Rice is like sand. It gets everywhere. Yes, it does. So you don't have to ever clean out cupboards. Never been asked since. (laughs) But I still do enjoy the odd booby trap. Makes my life just that little bit more bearable. Your house sounds an interesting place to be, I have to say. In previous podcasts, we've talked about how you keep important documents (laughs) under your printer or in your daughter's underwear drawer. We've got chocolate treats in your tumble dryer. Yes. And we've got cupboards that are booby trapped. There's cherry bakewells in the tumble dryer now. Kath, you've got too much time on your hands. (laughs) And on that note, it's time for us to say goodbye. Oh, what? Parting is such sweet sorrow. Thank you for joining us for our fifth episode of An Extortionate Price of a Fish Pie. Together, we embrace the challenges, stop trying to be perfect, and love ourselves just how we are, mistakes and all, and most importantly, laugh as we work out how to navigate this thing called life. So, until next week, say goodbye, Amy. Toodle pip, say goodbye, Kath. Cheers and gone. <laughs>